Welcome to Chasing Water, where we combine pursuit and process to equip and inspire you to guide your sons to become men. I'm Ryan Brown. And I'm Jared Gibson. Do you dread having to meet new people? Do you fear that, um, that you won't know what to say, uh, the right thing to say when you meet someone? Um, have you learned skills to help you in this area? Um, do you want to help your children develop uh, in, in meeting people, in, in um, making new acquaintances? Um, how have you gone about helping your kids develop in that way? Well, today uh, we're going to try to give you some ideas uh, to help equip you um, and help your kids uh, and, and hopefully you too <laughs> connect with other people um, in a meaningful way. So uh, let's start today with thinking about why um, we're talking about this. Like, what's the purpose? So why why the topic today of meeting new people, Jared? Well, I mean, a number of years ago, I was um, I had moved to Louisville, Kentucky, and I was uh, starting seminary. And so I went to a Bible study class on a Sunday morning in a church. And um, the, the people there, uh, for the most part, in the, that initial class that I went to, were training for ministry. And there were a number of guys in the group, and they were really difficult to get to know. <laughs> and I, generally, that's not something I've thought too much about. Like, yeah. I usually can kind of connect with people and get to know them, but they were really difficult. And really, I, you know, you just kind of found out that they were socially awkward people. And it wasn't that they were mean people or that they were they wouldn't serve people or bless people. They, they would, but they just found it really difficult to, to connect with someone new. And it was, um, it, it, I thought about that for a long time and thought, man, that's going to be tough when you go into ministry or seeking to kind of bless people in some way and connect with a lot of people, new people and that kind of thing. And so it made me start thinking about that. And just over the years, I've really been thinking about it, especially with regard to our own children. And so I know that it, we, we all know this, that some people are naturally good yeah, at that. Right. I mean, they can just yeah. walk into the you know room and you call them the life of the party or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, while you know there's others that man that's just difficult you know they're they're right. naturally more geared towards kind of uh, staying to themselves or, or whatever and so um, I think there's a certain level of nature you just can't overcome but then there's the other side of nurturing things that could be really helpful uh, to help your kids uh, your your sons particularly as we're talking about here develop the skills to meet new people and so that's kind of why I thought we might talk about this tonight. Yeah, I think it is. I think it is a good topic because um, I I doubt there's anyone who hasn't had the experience of meeting someone new and either personally feeling like they didn't know how to deal with that situation or meeting someone who obviously had no idea how to deal with that situation, mm-hmm. right? And so it's awkward either way. Um, but I think we I think we all know that experience, know it well. Oh yeah. Um, sure. So let's let's talk a little bit like. What was it like for you um, growing up um, as far as meeting new people went? Yeah. Was your personality this way? Were you the <laughs> meet everybody in the room? Like I can, because you, you kind of are that way now. Like now right. you can walk into a room and pretty well get to know anybody pretty quickly. Yeah. Were you always that way? No, I mean, I was really, you know, as a child, I was shy. I, I remember, you know, having no. my parents... <laughs> push me towards <laughs> connecting with people, you know, and uh, I didn't just, it, it, I don't know that I would say that once I was, you know, kind of at that place where I could talk to them, I was generally probably fine, but uh, the initial, you know, 
thing would be to kind of back away a little bit and mm-hmm. be shy. Right. And I've, I had a lot of coaching. And so uh, <laughs> my mom and dad, like, made us meet people. Like, it, does, it doesn't matter, you know, who they were, where they were, at all different levels. You, you just had to meet people. And often it was meeting adults. And so uh, that was one of the things we would have to do. And, and I, I, I would always, re- or I still remember them saying, like, you need to look this person in the eye, mm-hmm. you know, and you need to shake their hand and you need to introduce yourself and stop mumbling and all that kind of stuff, you know, it's really interesting. Um, but they wanted us to develop those skills and they knew that we needed them. Um, and so they spent a lot of time doing that. And I also... Uh, uh, when my dad, like when I think about him even today, and you've kind of seen that, yeah. he's like the king of asking questions all the time, asking questions. Is he? Yeah, <laughs> I, it's true because like you you interact with him, and uh, I don't I mean he very rarely would would say something about himself. Very mm-hmm. rarely, like mm-hmm. I mean, it's always him probing and and wanting to know your thoughts on something, which is crazy because you know obviously like. He has thoughts. He has thoughts. And they're probably (laughs) like more like well thought out than my thoughts are most of the time. So it's crazy that he would ask me what I thought about something like, why do you care about that? You're like, you of course have more wisdom than I, you know, I have. So, well, I think he, uh, has an insatiable desire to learn. Yeah. I think that's true. And so that's one of the things that I, you know, if, if he were trying to make a decision about a situation, like he would try to gather, as much information as possible. And, and I, I can uh, attest to there's times where it was like, come on, man, just pull the trigger. <laughs> in the same right. way, I can be in the I can do that same thing today, certainly probably following that example. But it, it was, he loved to learn things. He found people very interesting. And I think he really was interested in people and wanted to get to know them. And so, and then my mom, she's really good at connecting with people in a way that's uh, it, probably a different way. But people really enjoy being around her, mm-hmm. you know. And so I just think that was uh, growing up, you kind of had that, both of them uh, combined uh, really helped a lot. And they both loved people and they both like wanted to develop relationships with people and uh, people enjoyed being around them. Mm-hmm. For sure. So what about you? Um, f- for me personally, I was not the shy kid. Never mm-hmm. really was a very shy person. I mean... Um, so, you know, I would, I would make friends wherever I went. I was always excited to meet new people and, and, and that kind of, it was just kind of a natural part of my personality, I guess. Um, so I didn't really have to be coached as much in that. In fact, in some ways, I guess there was some coaching kind of against it. Cause it's yeah. like, whoa, 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 don't, don't, bit, so. don't, you <laughs> can't just go like talk to everybody right. in the grocery store. Like, you know, let's, <laughs> yeah. let's be a little bit more like careful with who we, you know, go to meet and stuff. Um, but I think that there's also the example from both of my parents because, um, my dad is just, I mean, he's a storyteller for one. Mm -hmm. And so like, he just has this natural way of, um, in any situation, he'll spark up a conversation with somebody he'll, you know, and by the time he leaves there, he, they're talking to each other. Like they've known each other for years. And I'm like, Oh, who's that dad? And he was like, Oh, I can't remember his name. I just met him today in that moment. Like that was the, you know, that was the extent of their interaction, but boy, they were like, they were buddies just chatting it up. Um, and so he had that ability to just kind of like draw people in and, and connect with people. Um, and you know, he's still, still 
he he can sit down and tell a story that I've heard a hundred times, but like I still find myself just listening to it. Like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. I yeah. know this one. I know how it ends, but it's still good. Right, right. You know, um, and my mom was and is just like the <laughs> she doesn't know how to say no, so she just gives of herself to anyone. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, everybody loves her yeah. um, because she would. I mean. Yeah, she'll she'll just always be there to help you, to mm-hmm. serve you, to to help you in whatever way she can. Um, and so I think that she can can develop these relationships with people um, in, in that way, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and they they feel like they can trust her and depend on her because they can because right, right, right. She, she is just super dependable. And so from them and seeing those, that example from them, um, yeah, connecting with with people and being able to meet people and develop relationships. I mean, it was just. I guess a natural part of our family life was to, right. I mean, we had people over all the time in our home. I mean, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it was, it was just a, a big part of what we did growing up. It was cool. I was thinking about what you said about your dad. Like that's what I, I uh, had my middle son the other day. He said, you know, after ten minutes of playing with someone at a park that we just kind of he just randomly met he was like uh, I have a new best friend I have a new best friend I was <laughs> yeah. like oh my goodness how did you make a new best friend in 10 minutes, 10 minutes you know? that's all and it then takes when we, he said uh, he said we could meet him this next Saturday. Can we do that? I told him we could do that. I'm like, I don't know. I mean, that's seven days from now. But it's hilarious. So we, we kind of – it's fun. I actually asked uh, the boys uh, this evening before I left, like, what do you think? Do you get nervous about meeting people? And they're like, oh, no, no, no. We, we enjoy that. You know? Yeah. It was just funny. And, and then one of the boys said, like, unless they're really old because, you know, I don't know. They, you know, I don't know about me. And I was like, those night. old people. Those right. old people are hard to meet. You know? No, I'm just kidding. That's hilarious. So That's great. All right. So um, how do you go about, if we're thinking about helping our boys um, feel comfortable meeting people, develop the tools that they need to kind of to do this, um, how are you trying to help your boys in this in this regard? Yeah, so I think, and we'll mention this over and over, a lot more is caught than taught. Uh, I, I do think that you just hanging around um, someone that is quick to interact with others uh, and to dialogue with others or, or tell a story or whatever, mm-hmm. when you're around that, it just gives you confidence as a kid. You know, yeah, if, right, right. if you're comfortable, uh, they're going to be more comfortable, you know. And so I think uh, that kind of environment it, it opens the door uh, for them. Um, and so I do think about setting a good example. And, and I actually try to get them involved in the conversations sometimes. Yeah. So um, my oldest son, he likes to be involved in the conversation at this point. you know, And so he wants to be sitting with adults, listening, sometimes engaging in that. And so that's just kind of a natural thing. Um, and I do tell them, like, look, if you're, I, I want you to go up and ask this person this question and then ask them a second question if you can come up with that so i do work with them uh, in that regard trying to say like you know what like one of the ways that you can connect with someone is to ask about something about them so i may know something like i know what that person does for a living or Mm -hmm. i know about their family or i know what they're really passionate about what they do in their off time and so i may just say hey that guy's a really good whatever you ought to go ask him about it and so that's that's kind of a big deal and um and then i you know as as i grew up you know i would have them introduce themselves and um and connect with people in that way um 
I do think, like we've talked about the dinner table some, I think it's a really valuable place for conver- to, to just understand how to grow a conversation and involve mm-hmm. others in it. I think that's really cool. And uh, I think that's been a helpful thing for us. Um, one of the things I think when you do sit together uh, often is that everybody gets to participate. And so if there's someone uh, not participating, you know, and I think of that in life, like there are people that are not going to be easily able to engage in a conversation. You know, we may try to direct, you know, a question to that, uh, Mm -hmm. sorry, to that specific person. So those are some of the things that I'll I'll do with them. And uh, again, we're just constantly trying to help them develop that and cultivate that and and just be interested in conversing with other people. And so uh, one of the things that um, I uh, often try to do is just, think in terms of like if you were wanting to get someone's story what would be the questions that you would ask you know and mm-hmm. so it would almost be like you know kind of uh, you know you you would say what well, tell me a little bit more about this or explain that right. a little bit further so we just try to set that example yeah one of the for me uh in meeting people one of the things that i try to do and i probably i'm sure i don't do it well um but in 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 my practice uh if i'm getting to know someone that i don't know very well uh, I'll always go into it thinking, uh, try to ask two questions for every one bit of information I give about myself. Mm. Um, and it seems like, you know, there are times where you meet somebody who's really good at meeting people and they kind of outwit you because they'll, they'll, they'll be sitting there asking you questions and it's like, well, I'm not going to be impolite and like not answer, yeah, but right. like you're wanting to kind of, you know, ask them questions too. And so it's almost like a battle of who can, who can not give information about themselves right. kind of thing. Yeah. Like, no, 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 I'm interested in you, not in myself. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, no, there's a level two of, of, of that back and forth mm-hmm. that we have to also practice of right. being able to hear a question and also um, answer it. But I do think that, that you're kind of setting that expectation of, I want to, I want to listen more than yeah, I, than yeah. I speak in right. this, in this moment. Um, just helps another person feel valuable. Yeah. Um, and one of the things that you mentioned earlier was like um, with your kids, having them look somebody in the eye and shake their hand and say hello. The thing that was hard for me at first that I've gotten over now <laughs> was this kind of awkwardness of that moment of because you do train like you're training outside of that right. actual moment. But there's also like in the moment when you walk up to somebody and you, you know, you shake their hand and you say hello Maybe you've met them before, maybe not. Um, but then you turn to a son who's with you and you say, okay, shake his hand, look him in the eye, tell him your name, mm-hmm. ask him mm-hmm. his name. Right. Like, that's okay. Right. Like any guy who is a man, is a man. A decent person yeah, would, would be, be like, would, this is good. This is fantastic yeah. that you're training your kid in how to do right. this. Right. right. I remember the old men at my church when I'm growing up who would yeah. always, you know, shake your hand and be like, oh, yeah. is that all you got? You got to shake with a firm grip, yeah, son. Know. You yeah. know, that <laughs> It's like yeah. they're they're looking for they're excited to see a, a boy who's becoming a man, yeah, and so I think sure. that that don't be I mean we can't be nervous about that kind of awkwardness of like that moment of training a kid. Yeah, for sure. I think that has to be okay with that. Did you ever have anybody like that that would like they would grip your hand so tight that you were just like <laughs> yes. let go, bam bam, something like that? Did <laughs> yes. you ever? I was like, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a child. Why yeah, are you doing it's like, this? Why are you trying to stunt my growth? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> You know, where they like, do that okay, rolling like, thing where they like kind of roll your yeah, fingers together, oh, like stop mercy. it, like, what come are you on, doing man. To me? Yeah, I got that. <laughs> Don't teach your kids to do that, please. <laughs> right. 
right. It's yeah. not helpful. That's not cool. Like, if you're doing that, stop doing that. Yes, you please. Know? All right. So, uh, so why why do we want to do this? I mean, what benefits do you think um, your boys? What benefits do you think that our kids in general receive um, by learning to meet people at a at a young age? Yeah, I, I just think it gives them opportunity to learn from others. I, I mean, that that's one of the things that. Uh, developing relationships with a lot of people is like you, you just you're allowing them to gather information and it's not just for that but that's one of the really that's a wonderful thing um, you're trying to help them learn to listen oh, well yeah, yeah that's you know? huge yeah it's a big deal because they need to be able to listen to what that person's saying which promotes interest in others and then be able to respond beyond that. And sometimes that means telling a story that kind of follows that, where mm-hmm. you're kind of entering into the conversation. And sometimes it is like, you know, you're kind of taking a little bit further into their story and like trying to draw that out of them. So there's give and take in that. And, uh, you know, but I think for a lot of people, it's just, it's better for them, like you said, maybe two questions for every answer or whatever. I think that's helpful. Um, I th- I think there are some people that just don't have any competing voices in their lives, you know? Yeah, everybody's just telling them this. Yeah, like, especially right now, for instance, like you would, there's certain, you know, maybe news, you know, that you would read or Mm -hmm. whatever, and and you have this kind of one voice coming to you all the time. Well, if you you never listen to any competing voices in whatever you're doing, uh, it just never gives you another perspective. And so um, it's a dangerous thing, I think, to have all these convictions uh, and you've never heard anything from anyone on any other side you know yeah. and so I think that's really important to kind of push towards um, I, th- I think uh, it, it does and that promotes humility that oh, kind of thing right. right it promotes humility in you um, there is an, another aspect of that where it gives you confidence you know that you can engage people and that you can you know like interact with them you don't have to like shy away from someone new as if like they're coming after you. You can like speak mm-hmm. to them and look at them and talk to them. Those are really confidence builders, you know, in the life of someone where, you know, they can walk into rooms anywhere at any time with any one and feel like I can be a part of the, the conversation. Right. To be That's interesting, that confident and yet humble yeah. that you're gaining this humility of being able to listen to somebody and not just talk about yourself all the time. Because right. that's part, I mean, like, we're really good at talking about ourselves. Right, right, right. Naturally, right. We, we love that. Mm-hmm. It's a lot harder to listen to somebody else and, right. and have the humility to, to be interested in them, right. to care about them. Right. Um, and so I do think that that is a humility, a mark of humility. And then to think that, you know, this <laughs> teaching your kids to meet people also is going to instill in them confidence, a confident mm-hmm. humility, you might say, yeah. to go and, and be able to engage with people. I think that's a really cool idea. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, I, and I think, you know, that kind of all kind of tied in there is wisdom, you know, mm-hmm. just from the standpoint of wisdom is a, a knowledge applied. And so uh, oftentimes, you know, you could read something in a book, but if you never like walked alongside someone or they kind of like guided you through something, right? it's like you may know the information, but you have no idea how to apply it. Mm-hmm. Or when you're faced with the the gray, you know, like you're you're thinking like 
that wasn't in the book, you know? And so <laughs> where's the black? Yeah, where's the light? Yeah. 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 There are, there's no, you can't find that, you know? Yeah. So you're in the fog. You kind of, it's really helpful that you've kind of worked through stuff with people and been able to, to develop the skill of like gaining insight and, and understanding. And I think it's a lot of fun. And so I think that, that kids can learn to do that because we were made to interact. Yeah. You know, we're given the ability to speak and listen. And, and, and speak intelligibly, mm-hmm. you know, and, and formulate thoughts and learn from one another. And really, corporately, we're stronger than kind yeah, of being to all To develop alone. relationships. I mean, oh, that's yeah. part of what that's all about, oh, is yeah. being able to communicate so that we can relate to one another yeah. in a meaningful way. To develop, to develop communities and a society. I mean, that yeah, it requires exactly. all of that. Mm-hmm. And so I think all of those are real benefits. Like, if you want to... To, to uh, if you were to go out and, and work on a project at work and and you want to get the best out of everybody there, a lot of people are going to have to meet new people. They're going to have to interact and they're going to come away with some kind of consensus. Yeah. And the person that does that is generally a person that can like ask the right questions, help summarize what's taken place, and then like kind of help direct the way forward. Yeah. So I think that's really important. Absolutely. All right, last one that I would say about that. Uh huh. It opens the door to serve and love people. Oh, that, yeah, that's an important one for sure. Yeah, I mean, I just think, how do you serve people that you don't if you don't know them, if you've never met them, if you, you never, never interacted ask with them? Ask what their interests are or what their needs are. Yeah, right? you know nothing. Yeah. About their story, unless mm-hmm. you're speaking to them. Yeah. You know, unless you're reading something they wrote or whatever. But I mean. At the end of the day, like most people are wanting when they talk to you to speak to you and interact with you. And then uh, you, I mean, generally speaking, you know, their hardest moments, they would like someone close to them that they could speak to. Them. And that's true of any relationship. I mean, like, can <laughs> right. you imagine like a yeah. husband and wife situation where it's like the husband has never once like asked questions of his wife to get to know her? Mm-hmm. Like, how can you expect to know what she needs in a moment, right? How can you expect right. to be able to, like, help her um, when she's struggling with something? Like, there's no way you can right. serve and love your wife adequately if you haven't gotten to know her, right? right? And so, like, yeah, I think that if we're, I mean, in, on a, in a, I guess a less serious way at some level, but maybe not even less serious, I think mm-hmm. it is probably equally important, um, our relationships in life, that where we're getting to know people that we interact with, um, mm-hmm. I think that we have to, you know, know something about them so that we can love them better. Right. For sure. All right. So now to the, I guess, the practical piece. Um, Give us some concrete steps um, that we can take to help um, our kids become better at meeting people, um, better conversationalists, better at um, introducing themselves and all those kind of things. What can we do? So I think you just have to make the practice of what's the next step. The next step is when we go somewhere and there are people there, whether it's a, you know whether it's at a restaurant or whether it's somebody your coworker that you your kid sees or they're starting a new soccer you know season or whatever. You just say you introduce yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, look the people in the eye. Shake their hands, which right now, I don't know, <laughs> yeah. bump their elbow, you know, or whatever. I don't Whatever's know what's going to happen. Correct. Yeah. And um, and so just have them do that. Practice, like discipline practice over long periods of time, not only can grow the 
pursuit of something, but that kind of grows your heart to delight in it, you know? Mm-hmm. So you, if you, you say, well, I don't really like meeting people. Well, have you ever like spent a lot of time like developing that? Like there are a lot of things that I don't like to do that I have to develop right. a a heart for them through <laughs> discipline practice. Yeah, for sure. Right. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I think that's really important. I think smiling at people, like when you're meeting them, like kind of warms things up a little bit where people are not, mm-hmm. you know, it just helps. I think asking questions like who, what, when, where, why, and how, where you're kind of developing that. So again, there's times where you're going to be telling stories and that kind of thing. But when you're trying to pull that out of other people, some people are going to be a little bit harder kind of to interact with. So you're just kind of, again, not interrogating, but instead you're you're following up with, with different questions and trying to understand them, understand their story, that kind of thing. And so um, listen. Mm-hmm. You just always have to say to your kids, like, what did they say? Did they give you any clues right. to who they are, what they're doing, what they're passionate about? Mm-hmm. Did you pursue that? You know, And then um, so it, it just in general, I would just say, hey, look for ways to pursue people do it in a way that makes sense where you're asking, you know, key questions, that kind of thing, really connecting and uh, look for their passions and, and stories and just kind of, when you see those, explore them a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I think it helps you. So, Absolutely, it does. We hope that we've given you the desire uh, to pursue uh, meeting new people and having the tools to do so well. And we hope that we've given you a process to help you train your children, your boys to do the same so that they can develop meaningful relationships with people or meaningful acquaintances uh, and not be awkward uh, when they encounter someone that they don't know, but know how to get to know them uh, and bless them in some way to serve them and uh, to love them. Because really, uh, growing up to be men who care about others, that's what Chasing Water is all about. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, we hope that you'll subscribe, rate, and share it with someone else. And we hope that you'll join us for the next episode of Chasing Water.